We are Marquette. 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 We My name is Chris Rolfing. I'm a senior goalie on the men's lacrosse team. My name is Andrew Stimmel, and I'm the head men's lacrosse coach at Marquette University. You coached here in 2016. Uh, what drew you back to Marquette? It, what drew me back, I mean, it was a number of things. I think the relationships that I have here and, and how I think family kind of oriented this department is and connected to the department is, is, is really something special. Um, it's something that you don't see every day. A, a, a Division One, you know, uh, athletic department like Marquette that has a national brand, but doesn't have you know 35 or 40 sports. So that kind of proximity and, and, and relationship, I think, was, it was something that excited me um, more so. With the program, was just really the alignment. I think from uh, Dr. Lovell and um, from the director of athletics, Bill Scholl, just with I think their vision and their confidence of where the program could go. Um, you know, right on down through the rest of the athletic department, you know, and I think um, when you have people that, you know, you work for and really at the end of the day work with um, on a vision like that and you're working towards something, that confidence I think is contagious, you know, and it's it's something that's exciting as a young coach um, to have people that I think believe in, in the program and I think believe in you and, and, and more importantly um, are, are super motivated, I think, to really do something that I think maybe a lot of people don't think we can do. What stands out uh, the most about your time at Marquette in 2016? Oh, man, that's a great question. I think probably what stood out the most to me was just, I think, the blue-collar mentality of that group of players. A lot of them were very under-recruited, and their ability, I think, to kind of utilize that as motivation, I think, moving forward to really develop as players over the course of their career was something that I just think is just unique to being part of a startup program. Now that you're back at Marquette, what challenges do you foresee in the future, challenges you've had already? I think the biggest challenge for, I mean, any lacrosse team, but I think specifically for us is just there's there's so much parity in our sport now. You know, there's a lot of kids playing lacrosse, which I think is incredible for Marquette University, but the challenge is that everybody's good, you know, and... With that said, that means that, you know, our preparation, our willingness, I think, to do things, um, you know, that are maybe uncommon, um, you know, work harder than other people. Everybody works hard. You know, it's about how you do the work at the end of the day that I think, um, at least to me, makes a difference. You know, it's doing common things in an uncommon way. And so I think the challenge is with how much competition there is with being in a great conference, you know, how do we get a slight edge on our opponent? You know, and I think that looks like, as I said before, doing doing common things in an uncommon way, but I think also being the most connected team we possibly can and caring for each other more. Because I think that's a real advantage in terms of our willingness, I think, to really lay it all out on the line and, um, you know, really put ourselves in a vulnerable position on a daily basis to get better. You've played for and worked with some of like the top coaches in the sport, uh, Coach Myers at Ohio State, Coach Amplo at Marquette, and Coach Shea at Yale. What have you kind of learned from them, and maybe what stuff are you looking to bring to Marquette? <laughs> That's a good question. There's a, there's a lot. Um, I've taken a lot from all of those guys in different ways, but I think with Coach Shea, it's his ability to develop relationships with his guys has been something that I've just you know, seen from a distance really since 2013, um, 
when I first started working with him, um, that he maintained, I think, his respect throughout the team, but just his, his proximity and relationships with the guys and allowing himself, I think, to be human and to be okay with that. And guys, I think, respecting that side of him just allowed them to just have such a great relationship and great trust. Also, his ability to just not have an ego. You know, he's been one of the most successful coaches in the country, especially over the last few years, winning a national championship, um, going to another national championship. And if you come to Yale practice, you're still going to see him picking up balls and moving nets and, you know, working with guys that maybe aren't playing. I mean, there's just so much about him that I think our guys see and just have such a great respect for um, his ability to care about every single person on our team um, and his ability, I think, care about every little detail. Uh, I think when I, you know, look back on, on my time, Coach Myers and even my time now with him, um, just his, his leadership, um, his ability to, I think, plan and react to situations on and off the field just his level of preparation is is incredible that's a gift for him um, he's a detailed oriented person and he certainly I think made me better as a player in that in that aspect um, but also has made me better as a coach and then with coach Amplo he's just someone that I think has taught me the value again of we've talked about relationships a couple times but you know I think really loving boldly and, and not being afraid to dream big you know I think when you know coach Amplo came out here the first time you know before this program was actually started you know he took a he took a chance you know just kind of like Marquette was taking a chance on him but I think he believed in, in in the vision for this place and you know I think he you know had a vision just along with President Lovell and Director of Athletics Bill Scholl, you know, that this place could be great uh, amidst the challenges of maybe being in Milwaukee and being in a, you know, cold climate and being in a place where lacrosse isn't, you know, there's not a hotbed maybe right in your backyard. And so um, I'll never forget, you know, those those guys and what they've done for me as, a, as not only a player, as a coach, but more importantly, as a person. You just recently announced your new staff. It's a really young staff, maybe the youngest in the country, I don't know, but what excites you about them and uh, maybe talk about those guys and girls sure that's a great question I don't know if I have enough time to talk about talk about them um, you know I think at the the foundation of who they are they're they're all incredible people um, I think they, they care deeply um, and I've sh- have a track record I think of, of really being great relationally um, you know I know coach Poyan and coach Richard have um, incredible relationships you know coach Richard at Marquette um, and Coach Poyan at Hobart, but everywhere I think they've been, most of the people, if not all the people that they've been in contact with, have nothing but great things to say about them. And, you know, the first thing out of those people's mouth isn't how great of a coach they are, just the type of person they are and the type of mentor they are and how close they still are. And to me, um, at the end of the day, the coaching thing speaks for itself. You know, you can look and see the product on the field and say that Coach Richard, in a short time being a coach, has done an incredible job. And Coach Poyan, you know, set historic records for um, a program that's been around for a really long time this year offensively so those are given um, and to me what's attracted me most to to those two specifically um, has just been the off the field stuff and more of the I guess emotional quotient stuff of how they connect with the team Um, and that's something that's important to them too it's not something that they just do or they maybe just do on a nine to five basis it's just who they are as people Um, and then with Emily um, she's just I think an incredible person as well Um, she cares 
as much or more about this program than I think we do. And she shows that every day, just I think in her selflessness and her ability to, I think, serve and be a servant leader to our guys. Um, it's something that I think we need to do as a staff every day as well. So she fits right into that mold. And her level of detail and, and I think her drive to make us better in, in every aspect, whether it's from you know logistical perspective and how we're doing things, if we're being inefficient, um, she's just got an incredible mind for that behind the scenes. Um, and then she just has a great pulse. You know, she has great relationships with the guys on the team. She understands who's struggling, who's maybe going through something that, you know, we need to really pursue. And, um, you know, that's something that you can't place a value on as a head coach. What's an example from your time here at Marquette that kind of defines or shows uh, what our program was all about? That's a, yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a, it's not even a tough question. It's just a loaded question because I think there are a lot of great examples. But, um, you know, I think when, when I came in 2016, there was a lot of, I think, pressure and there were a lot of expectation on that team. You know, a lot of those guys were seniors. It was kind of the first group that had came to campus and really built this thing from the ground up. And, you know, it was kind of like the feeling in 16 was that this was kind of their moment to really take the next step. And so that was super exciting for me. I think it was exciting for them. But but there's an aspect of that that, you know, you have to be able to handle that pressure in the right way. Um, and so for me, it was an interesting angle. And I think for, for those guys, Jake Richard, BJ Grill, uh, Liam Burns, you know, a lot of those, that, that senior class, uh, especially on the defensive end, you know, they had to put a lot of trust in me. You know, I'm coming in in this, this really big moment for them that they've been working for. And now all of a sudden you're getting a new kind of defensive coordinator, you know, who may do some new things and push you out of your comfort zone and you just don't have a relationship with them. And so for me, um, you know, I think it was the, the give and take for, for them about, I think challenging me on certain things where they felt very strongly about and then them also I think receiving that instruction and taking ownership of saying hey things aren't maybe as good as as they could be here you know let's trust coach Stimmel that us doing this is going to make us better and you know to have that as a coach coming in in those circumstances to have that trust relationship um, while also being able to challenge each other was something that's really special and I really think at the end of the day as we've talked about before a lot of it comes down to that relational aspect of you know the player and coach and, and the players with each other and, and the connectivity of it and I think when you really pour into the, you know time into that relationship you can have those conversations and you feel good about them you know there's no elephant in the room so to speak that you haven't talked about and so for me I think their brutal honesty with me sometimes and my brutal honesty with them I think really helped us get to the next level but you know when I think of that year and I think of what Marquette Lacrosse is it's it's that it's that connectivity it's that honesty it's just that I think deep love for each other and love for your brother that you want to make them the best possible version of themselves and um, that may mean hard conversations but at the end of it they're going to come out better for it and you're going to expect to be held to that same standard. So given your familiarity of campus what Marquette traditions or Marquette events or events in Milwaukee are you most looking forward to participating in again? <laughs> it's again another loaded question but um, one thing I'm definitely looking forward to is, is Al's run. Um, I wasn't familiar with that my, my first year. I'm not a big runner. Um, I'm more of someone who, who gets in the gym and, and lifts a little bit or maybe sprints but the distance aspect isn't there for me so um, I, I'm planning on being in better shape uh, so, so everybody can can hear that and hold me accountable to that because uh, by the end of the, I think it's an 8K, by the end of that I was struggling to say the least, but really pushed myself, but I'm, I'm planning on getting a better time this year. Um, and then just to, you know, <laughs> like I said before, the, the relationships with, you know, the staff and, and, and some new people that are here that have just been extremely welcoming and are 
um, just awesome people. Um, you know, the people that I've known before, I think really kind of knowing that, that, you know, we're going to be here for a while is just a really cool feeling to be able to kind of dive back into those relationships that have already been established, but get to know them more, see how their families have grown and kind of integrate my family into the Milwaukee community as well is exciting. And then, you know, I think Marquette basketball games, you know, are just something that's really cool. You know, looking at the Fiserv and seeing what type of venue that's going to be, I think, for our student athletes to be able to enjoy that, you know, cheer on their peers and just have, um, you know, I think a really big time college experience is something that's great for all of our students. So I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Coach Stimmel, for talking with us today. Thanks for having me, guys.